the church has set aside a day to remember all of those who I call the large S saints. St. Peter, St. Paul, St. Stephen, St. Mary, the mother of Jesus, St. Mary Magdalene. And the day set aside to celebrate the gift they were to all humankind is interesting enough most often not the day they publish their book or feed a hundred or a thousand people, but the day of their death. Because as great as the large S saints were, they are not fully saints, fully perfect, until God makes them so after they die. All Saints Day, the feast we celebrate today, is for what I call the small S saints, those who have been our parents and grandparents, our mentors and benefactors, who we, in our thoughtful moments, remember and give thanks for. But if you're anything like me, on many days you forget. And it is God who remembers and honors them. But the church sets one day aside a year to make sure all of them are remembered by us. So today is a day of remembering. It's also, I would contend, a day of forgetting. In one of the parishes I served, we asked all the kids and adults to take a piece of paper and a magic marker and draw, and draw around their hands. And we pasted all those pieces of paper around the walls of the church so we could be surrounded by the saints in this place. And the kids were overjoyed to do it and looked forward to the day. I couldn't get one adult to participate because they all said, I'm not perfect, I'm not a saint. Today is a day I hope the adults forget their rigid and silly ideas about perfection, that you have to be perfect to be loved by God. Today is a day of God's mercy and a day of God's grace. God loves all God's children, and they are our saints. A day to remember, a day to forget. All Saints Day is also the day that I tried to reach back into my memory and celebrate the life of a human being that has walked among us that many might not even have noticed, but who exemplify, to some small degree at least, what being a saint is all about. Several years ago, 
I got a phone call from my best friend, Dr. Michael Clark. He was just about to board an airplane to fly to Florida for the funeral of Dr. John Wickenstein. Dr. Wickenstein had died in an auto accident. Dr. Wickenstein is also considered, and I believe you can look it up on Wikipedia, the father of emergency medicine. And Michael, my best friend, is one of his protégés. And so Michael was going down to the funeral. And this is the story he told me about Dr. Wickenstein. One evening after a long, long night in the emergency room, Dr. Wickenstein went into his office and was musing about the early days of emergency medicine. In that room with him were Dr. Earl Reinsdorf, one of his other protégés, and a young volunteer from Michigan State who was sitting on a table in the back of that office. Dr. Wickenstein looked up at the ceiling and exhaled and said, you know, I remember one night when they brought a young baby into the emergency room because he was having trouble breathing. As a matter of fact, by the time he arrived, he was already blue. At that time, emergency room physicians were not allowed to intubate children. So Dr. Wickenstein took a scalpel and cut a small hole in the baby's throat so the baby could breathe. And then Dr. Wickenstein took another deep breath and said, I wonder what ever happened to that small boy. The volunteer sitting on the table and the back of the office was unbuttoning his shirt to show that little scar. And he said, because of what some emergency medicine doctor did, and I didn't know his name until just this minute, I hope if I'm able to go to med school and become an emergency medical physician. He did go to med school. He became emergency medicine physician, and he was Michael's companion flying to that funeral. He was then in charge of emergency medicine in Oswego, Michigan. Now, most of us will not have the moment where we save somebody's life. Or maybe we will. Because each of us, almost every day, has the opportunity to enhance another human being's life. Each of us can say to Faye Juliet, welcome 
We are so glad you're here, and we want you to be part of this community. And we will be here for you when you need us, and for him too. Her, sorry. The dress him in blue, it's a him. And we hope that when you have the worst day you've ever had, we'll smile and ask if we can help with your life, your reading assignment, or your calculus. This last week, many of you have had the opportunity to use somebody else's washing machine because they had a generator. Or maybe you took the time to heat up some hot chocolate and bring it to one of the linemen who had been out there for 15 hours. Forward Movement used to sell a little medallion you could hang on your window. And it said, the saints are the ones the light shines through. Each of us has an opportunity almost every day to get out of the way and let the light shine through. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.